Welcome to the Desert Tiger Podcast. I am your host here on the show. My name is Colton G. And here on this episode of the DTP, we are speaking with the godfather of Canadian hip-hop. That's right, we have the maestro Fresh Wes himself speaking about his latest album, Champagne Campaign. Before we go ahead and give you that introduction to that conversation, I want to take a quick moment to thank all of you who went and listened to and gave some love to last week's episode, that being episode 59, which featured Cam Gillette from Smoke From All The Friction. Thank you so much for checking that out. If you missed that episode, it's of course in our backlog with a ton, with 58 other great interviews with amazing artists, performers, dreamers, All sorts of driven, motivated, creative individuals. You know how we do here at the DTP. Sometimes you need to take a moment to appreciate your achievements while still moving forward. With his platinum-selling, Juno award-winning debut album turning 30 this year, Maestro Fresh West is celebrating over three decades of turning records into history with his latest release, Champagne Campaign. Even with all the experiences and blessings that Wes has received, the songwriter, actor, and author is driven to continue to raise the bar for himself, taking time to show that he can hang with whatever flow you bring him. Drawing you in with his signature style, while taking a step into the world of trap, Champagne Campaign is a clear indication that comedy shows, rock and jazz collaborations, and motivational books aren't the only thing the coach still has in his multitude of plays left to call as he adapts his vision. The godfather of Canadian hip-hop took a moment during his busy preparations for last weekend's Juno Award celebrations to discuss his latest album, Champagne Campaign, with me, and the process that went into creating that album, including some of the collaborators that he had in the studio working with him, like the members of the Natural Born Strangers. Something else that the maestro has become very well known for is his use of classic Canadian tracks in his sampling. On this album, we kind of see a shift away from that, is it is much more based in the rap and trap world. So we're going to discuss the maestro's decision to do this, and we're also going to discuss the maestro's love of classic Canadian music, and we're also going to discuss his involvement in that history. We're also going to take a bit of time to discuss the maestro's acting career, his most recent TV series that he was a part of, Mr. D., recently came to a close after its eighth season, so I'm going to ask him how playing the role of Paul Dwyer affected him as an actor and as an artist, and we're also going to discuss what future plans he has in the acting industry. We're also going to discuss what Mr. D brought to him otherwise, and how the Maritimes of Canada have embraced the maestro in a brand new way, since he's been involved with Mr. D, which filmed out in the Maritimes, out in Halifax, 
because his book that he wrote back in 2011, I believe it was, Stick to Your Vision is actually a part of the high school curriculum in Nova Scotia. So we have a lot of cool things to discuss today, and we have to cram it in a very, very short period of time. So I hope that you guys understand, because, I mean, just the chance to speak to someone like the Maestro Fresh West for even 15 minutes was a pleasure and a true, true blessing. And with that being said, have you, the listeners here at the DTP, taken a moment to listen to the Maestro's latest release, Champagne Campaign. Because personally, I feel like it's one of my favorite releases so far this year. I am loving this album, and of course, I'm going to be playing you two tracks off of the album on the show today, so I am very excited for that. The first track I'm going to be playing for you goes off like an atom bomb, and that's because that is who is featured on this track. That's right, Atom Bomb from The Natural Born Strangers is on this track. It's hype. It has a very straight-to-the-point message because, I mean, after 30 years in the game, you see a lot of faces in a lot of places. You see a lot of things come and go, and you see a lot of things change. And sometimes you see something better come along. But in the case of Maestro Fresh Wes, that's not till somewhere down the line. Somewhere down the line, they will find someone better. But at the moment, I'm the dopest motherfucker ever. Somewhere down the line, they will find someone better. But at the moment, I'm the dopest motherfucker ever. Somewhere down the line, they will find someone better. But at the moment, I'm the dopest motherfucker ever. Somewhere down the line, they will find someone better. But at the moment, I'm the dopest motherfucker ever. Drugs and poppin's catching up to your dog I'm twice your age, how the fuck I'm looking younger than y'all I told this chick named Mitzi I was born in the 60s I hit it from the back, she like, nah, you ain't 50 You peanut buster bar, fake gluten-free blogger I'm the reason why your wife and your ex don't respect ya Crucify you with the right and let the left resurrect ya Cat Williams on the mic and use a Mexican heckler I'm a lock messer, block stressor, Brock Lesnar, Glock catcher Giving your squad stretches, wait till the God gets ya Fake dudes I earned a torch, they knew I burnt the sport Fake who's I burn and scorch, they view the burn if I don't discriminate, I slay the older or the next wave Cross to me, they all be playing on the path to West Pay Go deeper than your X-rays before I leave your head sprayed I still I'm pulling chicks like Shane Lathan with a head shave Somewhere down the line, they will find someone better But at the moment, I'm the dopest motherfucker ever Somewhere down the line, they will find someone better But at the moment, I'm the dopest motherfucker ever Being perfect goes. Don't let the spotlight be the reason your curtains close. We sun the youngins and put geezers in nursing homes. Show us who the kings and queens is and we burning thrones. Old time killing, whole tribe in the building. My standards and profile both high as the ceiling. This entire scene's ours. You just drove by where we're filming. When you finally see stars, you gon' know why I'm the villain. Still in custom double impressed, motherfucking fresh. Dressed like I'm hoping to run into an ex. Strippers on planes, only thing we covering is bets. Just a couple Steeler fans throwing hundreds on the jets. It's the one that I'm the best. All the brother Mr. West think they got it locked Meet the bolt cutters in the flesh I go one and nothing less They must not have got the memo Maybe somewhere down the line I'll find someone on my level, huh? Somewhere down the line They will find someone better But at the moment I'm the dopest motherfucker ever Somewhere down the line They will find someone 
the Desert Tiger Podcast. All right, we are here with the godfather of Canadian hip-hop, the coach himself, Maestro Fresh Wes. He is on the Champagne Campaign. How's it going, my man? Feeling great, man, to still be making music and being appreciated after such a long time, you know? Yes, definitely. After 30 years of being the maestro and... There was a few years before that you, that you were active in hip hop too. That's for over three decades. That's incredible for any musician. Yeah, thank you, man. It's, it's a blessing to still be acknowledged and um, still, you know, be excited about making music. I'm really excited about the new project and whatnot. You know. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You just released a new video for one of the tracks off the album. That being Waste You. You're still in hype mode for the album, seeing how it just came out. Are you doing any touring in support of that? Yeah, I'm doing the, the, the Canucks game on uh, April 2nd in Vancouver, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, so I did that, and um, I'll be presenting at the Junos uh, this week coming up, so it's going to be a busy couple weeks for me. Okay, uh, and, what are you yeah. presenting? I don't know yet. I'll okay. figure that out in the next couple of days. Something, <laughs> some award. Fair enough. How's the uh, reception for the album been? Overwhelming. Thanks for asking, man. Thanks for asking. Still really good about it. Been getting a lot of love, a lot of love. Great feedback because you know I'm trying. I'm, I'm evolving. Not doing what I used to do, but expanding. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Expanding. It's after coming back to hip hop after going and doing the thespian scene and writing a book. You definitely. Yeah, but to tell you the truth, I've ne- it was no re- real layoff. To tell you the truth, that that comeback, yeah. that's like LL Cool J talk. Because really, I've always been doing music, regardless. You know what I'm saying? Like I may take some some um, country more on on film and TV, but you know, I'll drop a single here and there throughout the year. So I've made sure that even though I wasn't putting out albums, that there was music that was out, regardless. You know what I'm saying? So, so that that's kind of where it is with that. I, I know. We talk a lot of um, the comeback <laughs> situation a lot, but I, I'm hip hop from 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 my inception, you know. And even with with, with uh, acting, acting was just the act, acting was just the the uh, the birth of of or the byproduct rather of what I was doing through through music. You know what I'm saying? Expanding so. who you are, not only as an artist but as a human being. Yeah. And definitely not to say that it was a hiatus, so it's not like more of a comeback. But yeah, like you're you started releasing albums again, and there was more of a different energy as you started to expand with different genres of artists, like the Trues and definitely, exactly, exactly. Yeah, you get a different energy with it. But like this album, you're pushing into the newer realms of hip hop and continuing to show that. The maestro can evolve no matter where the state of the game is because you definitely take on trap as well while still playing and staying in classic hip hop. Well, to to be honest, um, you know, like I'm a big fan of rock artists. Like you know, when you look at, at uh, Canadian rock artists like like Rush, Brian Adams, um, you know, you name it. Even like you know Leonard Cohen, rest in peace, tragically hip. These are artists who are revered in their genres, you know what I'm saying? And, and to me, it's, you know, when you look at a rock artist like Pink Floyd, one of Pink Floyd's biggest records was a disco record called The Wall. When you look at uh, Rolling Stones, one of the biggest rock bands of all time, one of the biggest albums was um, 
tattoo you and I had disco records on it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I had like emotional rescue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, at uh, Jackson Five, that, that's a big soul group back in the back in the seventies. But then when Michael Jackson evolved and went on his own with disco record, and then when you look at like Quincy Jones, which is a great example from jazz, Quincy did like conducting, transposing, composing, uh, bebop, swing, big band, onto doing screens stuff in the sixties and seventies. Then to start making disco records when he turned fifty with Michael Jackson, you know what I mean? So. What is what? What was disco? Disco is popular music, right? So what is trap music right now? It's popular music, and trap is also a subgenre of of our genre, hip hop. So to me, I'm doing what I should be doing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it, it was an easy uh, evolution, if you want to call that, or transition, or or what have you, or style for me to to do, like using like you know, like waste you in tracks like uh, Die Empty. And even like uh, what's the other one? Uh, Dark, darker than blue, which I'm, I even infused conscious reggae with my man Blessed, who's a Juno award-winning um, reggae artist. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. to me, it's me pushing the envelope, having fun, but comfortably doing what I do. Yeah, definitely. I mean, working with different artists who are continuing to create their own history in Canadian music, and even working yeah. with some classics like Blue Rodeo and otherwise, and Exactly. Is one exactly. of your biggest tracks happens to feature the Guess Who, who are one of Canada's biggest groups of all time as well. And I mean, you've had Danko Jones. It's, it's amazing, <laughs> like good, sort of collaborations that yeah, can come yeah. from just sort of a love of music. Where growing up and everything else, some people sort of get stuck in sort of cliques and ideals, but then you start to realize. I like this sort of over here, and like, what could that add to my style? And it's sort of yeah. really neat how you've brought it all together. Yeah, well, thank you, man. But um, that's what we do, man. That's what we've been doing from time. And, you know, me sampling um, Canadian rock groups, like you mentioned, like Blue Rodeo or The Guess Who. But even before that, if you want to look at what I did with Drop the Needle, that was a group called Haywire. Um, they had a song called Dance Desire. that They're out of Prince Edward Island. That's where I got the Drop the Needle sample for and um, but on this album, I have three songs with three members of Naturally Born Strangers, and that's uh, Rich Kid, Adam Bomb, and Tona on all three records. So Tona's on a song called Drama, mm-hmm. and I got his his voice sample from one of, of their records, <laughs> right? Yeah. And uh, Adam Bomb is on uh, Somewhere Down the Line. I got it from a record he had called uh, Let Me Tell You, and, I, and then I brought him on the song too as well. And then Rich Kid, he's on a title track, chorus of the title track of the album. So those are the three members of Naturally Born Strangers, which is a very important collective in Canadian music history. And um, it, was, it was an honor to work with them. So as much as, um, as, much as um, I'm not doing, as much as this project didn't have like Canadian rock um, samples, it had some hip hop samples that, that I implemented those same artists in it, you mm-hmm. know? And then obviously it's Socrates Strong with three track. I got my man Lord Finesse to do one track from DITC. You know, Lord Quested, the majority of the music, and Tone Mason was a part of it as well. And then me and, and my man from Secret Suburbia did something too, somewhere down the line. So, yeah, man, I mean, I'm, I'm very happy with the album. I'm very happy with the reception. Um, me, you know, evolving or what have you, it, 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 it was natural for the simple fact, because this is what we do, you know what I'm saying? Just continuing to celebrate thir- over 30 years in the game and continuing to bring in newer 
And yeah. that's not to say that Tona and Rich Kid are necessarily like new. Yeah, like, but Dusty Wallace is a guy. Yeah. Yeah. But an artist like Dusty Wallace, who's on Wayfield, you know what I'm saying? He's mm-hmm. he's an up and coming cat, and I was honored to work with him because he brought that young energy on the project. He's on Wayfield, and he's a, he did a thank you, Chance. He did the backgrounds for uh, Die Empty along with Rich Kid as well. You know what I mean? So he he brought that energy. Does having that youthful energy around in the studio yeah. and around, does that help you, like, drive to continue evolving your lyricism and your ability? My ears to the ground. My ears to the street, you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm used to, um, you know, I'm a fan of music. I'm a student of, of music. So I'm going to grow, you know what I mean, regardless. And, that, and I, I think you saw that growth. You saw that... Um, saw that progression you know and it was done organically as well very much so it feels very organic when you listen to the album yeah thank you i'm glad i'm glad you appreciate it like i do man really i love what we did no i think it's uh definitely one of the best albums i have heard so far this year for sure wow thank you well uh, well, i hope you write that down (laughs) (laughs) well i'll definitely put it in the intro for the show too and i don't know by the end of the year who knows maybe it'll still be up there near the top because i'm loving it thank you man i i really um had a great time with the interludes and just you know putting stuff together with uh with all that man it was fun man and 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 i appreciate being appreciated and you know i'm having fun doing music and if if i don't have fun at this time it's not fun it's not worth it you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. I'm glad that I'm still um, evolving and having fun and I'm proud of the project very proud of the project oh, I'm very glad to hear that one of the projects that also recently came to a close for you was the uh, role of Paul Dwyer and Mr. D as you guys yeah, yeah, the yeah. series with season 8 yeah man how is it having that project for six years and that's like your longest running acting sh- project for a show how yeah. did that help teach you as an actor and what did that role mean to you oh well it's the first time i've done a comedic you know what i'm saying yeah i've been on the show i've do more dramatic i don't know if you know but i was nominated for best supporting actor in the dramatic role for a series i did for uh, on hbo called the line mm-hmm. that came out um a few years back and, and you know and um yeah so i've done several stuff like that but you know mr d was cool because it's it was uh it was different you know but the fact that it was eight seasons was it was a blessing man who would have thought you know some would last like that we go into things thinking it's only gonna last one season you know what i mean mm-hmm. or maybe two but to see it last like that we got used to it and, and got comfortable with the city of halifax filming and we got like family friends down there and whatnot so yeah it's, it's, it's i'm gonna miss my casting crew they're awesome mm-hmm. it seems that the maritime definitely took to you while you were out there. Your book became pretty much part of the curriculum for high school reading out there as well. Yeah, man, I'm very proud of that, man. All that came from just being in Halifax for the summer and doing cool things, you know? That's really cool. So how yeah, man. How did you get into acting anyway, if you don't mind me asking? I started doing that since about 99. I took classes... I got excited when I saw Tupac and Juice, and I, I saw what he did. He um, was a student of it, of thespian artistry, and I said, yo, let me learn with the top teachers in the city and see what I can come up with, what I'm made of, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, since I started doing that, I've been pretty 
consistent when you look overall, which affected a lot of my, my consistency, my music. But when you look at stuff on a multimedia perspective, I've been pretty consistent since I came out altogether, you know? Oh, yeah, it's definitely, like, started Thank off, you, like, very, with, like, some TV roles here and there, but then ending up in <laughs> things like Redemption and Poor Boy's Game. Yeah. Like, yeah. Having roles alongside some very, like, well, well-respected actors. Yeah, I mean, working with Jamie Foxx was, was awesome. You know, uh, what's his, my man's name? Uh, Danny Glover, Mackay Pfeiffer, you know. Mark Wahlberg, some cool folks, you know. Yeah, that's. So I'm glad to still be doing that, and you know, mm-hmm. at certain points I've been inconsistent putting out music. Those times when I was inconsistent putting out music, I was putting out film and TV, right? Oh, definitely. So, you're you're staying busy with projects yeah. everywhere. Yeah, I have been. Mm-hmm. So, planning on getting into some more acting projects now. Oh yeah, oh, no, over, no doubt, or? no doubt. Of course, of course. I I always have. I mean. While I was shooting Mr. D, I did, like, The Transporter. I've done an uh, episode on, on um, The Whisperer or The Listener. I can't even remember. It's a CTV joint. You know, I, I stay mm-hmm. busy. I stay busy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do auditions all the time. You know, when it's time for the right parts, it's time for the right parts. You know? But no matter what I do, hip-hop is the foundation. I'm proud to, to still be doing what I'm doing and having fun. I might do. I might write another book sometime, too. That's uh, something else I might want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this year right now, 2019... Yep. We celebrate, man. I mean, we 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 celebrate because no one thought hip hop in Canada would make it so far. You know what I'm saying? Where we're at the top of the global food chain now for people checking for us. Oh, you know, it's, it's so. absolutely amazing for you to be one of the first Canadian hip hop rap artists to win a Juno, to have a single gold gold. And correct me if I'm yeah. wrong. I'll have to check this myself, but. The first black Canadian. I am the first. I'm the reason why there's a category. Platinum album as well, which is. Well, I, I don't know what Oscar Peterson did on the jazz tip. Mm-hmm. You know, like what, what they sold like back in the 80s, back in the 50s with jazz. But, you know, shout out to Oscar Peterson, the great jazz pianist yes. out, of, uh, out of Montreal. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad I got to meet him. Um, but in terms of hip hop, in terms of modern day music, in terms of, you know, for what we know, yeah, I'm, I'm that guy. For and I'm proud of that because when you, when I see artists like my man Drake and like Tory Lanez and these artists, they're doing big things, and I'm I'm, I'm proud to be a part of that lineage mm-hmm. coming out of Toronto. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know, even with not only Toronto, Canada. Like when you look at like Classified, I just did the Cross Canada tour with, with, with Classy Freddie Blast, and feeling good about life. You know, so that we did that at, at the. In October, November, you know? So. Mm, no, it's Canada is definitely, from a music standpoint, is one of the yeah. strongest countries right now, especially in the hip-hop game. Yeah, you know, so it's, it's an honor to still be doing this. Well, thank you very much for coaching so many of today's youth and many of the stars in today's hip-hop game. Well, you know, I learned from them too, man. You know, we're learning from each other. We grow together because a lot of things, I'm from the era of the physical and, you know, we're in the era of the digital now. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, regardless of where we're at, I got a slogan and that is don't make records. We make history. And that's what we're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Well, I love it. I love the mentality there. Okay, man. Thank you. The Desert Tiger Podcast. The crowd was already.
already in a frenzy before the concert started. And before the opening band could hit the stage, at least 10 teenagers were being treated by ambulance workers at the front. Most were crushed against barriers. Many fainted. One girl had a table collapse on top of her. Just after 10 o'clock, the maestro Fresh West finally arrived. I kidnapped the ballerina, brought her back to the lid. Notorious glass shatterer, Massey Hall massacre. I'm Marty Bird up in the Ozark. Ray Charles a heroin. New wave of Mozart. I'm deadly when the wreck is in the black Beethoven. Got the hands of Oscar Peterson. This song is in the key of life. Never let the demons in the champagne campaign. Fans are loving this. Before a show, I roll a blunt for my percussionist. Bass clef or treble clef attacking with grace. But when I start to effervesce, the prophylactics will break. I'm here to serenade the planet. Got them fiending for music. Believe it, I knew it. We out to murder sweet in the Munich. We made you players, so we rocking over minor chords. Enough is sharper than a cup from the Messiah sword. Stack cheese, smash keys while we retire frauds. And move the masses while they rock into a dialogue. We made you players, so we rocking over minor chords. Enough is sharper than a cup from the Messiah sword. Stack keys, flash keys while we retire frauds. And move the masses to a dialogue. Pistol grip pump on my lap at all times. Power refined skills and direct sales. We on the front line. I need my Fetty Pronto. Cali Cush cracking in Toronto. Beans and rice. Cabbage in a fat fronto International splash Roots down Ralph Lauren exploring Nautica boost down My life low Don't take it personal The wardrobe versatile With a discography Got a thirsting out The third Ahead of the curb Used to do it from the curve Through the window Yeah This how you get served My blade sharper than sharp Fly talk Look what I caught A thick Amazon Planted on the resort We made your players So we rocking over minor chords Enough is sharper than a cup From the Messiah sword Stack cheese Smash keys While we retire frauds and move the masses while they rock into a dialogue. We made you play it, so we rocking over minor chords. Enough is sharper than a cup from the Messiah sword. Stack keys, flash keys while we retire frauds. And move the masses to a dialogue. I got this Asian masseuse that knows exactly how to walk on my back. She don't speak English, so there's no talking back. Before a show, I hit the spot with a kink in my neck. Then hit the stage like a champ and extra spring in my step. My sax player was a pimp for 96. He caught an also bass player from Texas. Used to hustle out in Tulsa every night before a show. They argue. Sipping Jack Daniels, plus tequila shots, but finally blend together when the needle drops. Two background vocalists, Justine and Tabitha, dark skin, Nubian queen, straight out of Africa. Harpist was this white chick from Czechoslovakia, but when she turned around, God, Czechoslovakia. Tickling the ivories and watch them synchronize with me. Fortissimo, but you can peep the composition though. Cali, Toronto, no, we slaying Legato, greatest the model. Now we out to murder Spain or Morocco. We made your players, so we rocking over minor chords. Enough is sharper than a cup from the Messiah's Stack cheese, smash keys while we retire frauds And move the masses while they rock into a dialogue We made your players so we rocking over minor chords Enough is sharper than a cup from the Messiah sword Stack keys, flash keys while we retire frauds And move the masses to a dialogue As the piano plays us out, we come to the end of another episode here at the DTP. So don't be like one of those teenagers that was trampled at the beginning of minor chords. 
the last song that I just played for you by the maestro Fresh West off his latest album, Champagne Campaign. Like I said, don't be one of those trampled teenagers. Go ahead, give Champagne Campaign a spin right now. And while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and hit the subscribe and follow button if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet. And if you have, maybe you want to go ahead and rate or review the show on Stitcher or iTunes because it helps us in the rankings, it helps us reach more people, it helps us bring you better guests here on the DTP every single week. So I want to go ahead and thank Eric for setting up this interview. I want to go ahead and thank the maestro Fresh Wes. Even though we could only get him for a bit, I want to thank him for taking the time during a very busy schedule to speak with me about his latest album, his acting career, his books, and everything else that we discuss here today in such a short period of time. We got through quite a few things, so I hope that you guys were able to hang on while me and the maestro discussed his champagne campaign celebration. I also want to go ahead and thank you guys here, the listeners of the podcast. Once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, maybe you want to go ahead and share this episode on your social media like so many of our wonderful listeners and fans already do. Next week on the show, I'm going to be joined by Tom Steffen. Tom recently wrote a book about his experiences His experience is doing what? Well, Tom Steffen actually was the co-manager and drummer of the Jeff Healy Band. So his latest book is covering his experiences, the stories of that journey with the legendary, talented, late, please rest in peace, Jeff Healy. And we are going to discuss his new book and some of his experiences. And trust me. Tom does not hold back on anyone, including himself. Oh, a few more things before we go. So I tried looking up Oscar Peterson and whether or not he had had a platinum selling record or not. Unfortunately, I was unable to turn up any information regarding this. So if any of you, the listeners of the podcast, happen to know or happen to be able to find this, I would be extremely ecstatic if you could send that information my way because this needs to be known information. This is the history of Canada right here, and we need to know. So if somebody knows, please reach out to me on one of my social medias, email me at desert.tiger.podcast at gmail.com, and I will let everybody know as soon as I know. Because like I said, this is the history of Canada, and this is something that should be known, important, and celebrated. So with one last thing before you guys go, with whatever it is that you are doing, whatever dream you are chasing, whatever it is you wish to become, turn your records into history. That's right. Turn your records into history. Have a great weekend, everyone.